Welcome to Success Leaves Clues Podcast. I'm your host, Gary Brackett, and I've been blessed enough in my life to meet individuals who've been able to leave me clues on my journey to success. The goal of this show is to bring you the experience of those who have achieved great things and allow you to be a fly in the wall, soaking up clues for your own journey to success. Let's get right into this week's episode. So you mentioned um, about Donald Trump and, and also about how uh, this administration here in Indiana, obviously um, same party, uh, some of the same views um, as it pertains to COVID-19 um, and as your background as a medical health professional and everything you did in some of the big corporations um, that you work for. What are some of the many mishaps that went on in the, this current administration that you would have changed or that you would change if you were elected as the governor? Well, first of all, this uh, this uh, administration has uh, been in lockstep with Donald Trump and Mike Pence uh, on COVID-19. We have not taken the initiative as we should have. Our, our current uh, uh, governor, my opponent, has not shown the kind of leadership that he should have shown on this issue. He's trying to make people think that that's what he's doing, but he's really not. Uh, for instance, uh, very early on, uh, a, a real leader would have brought everybody together, the business community, law enforcement, the judiciary, and said, look, this is going to be with us a while. This is a this is going to be a serious problem for our state. We need to work right now on the plans for figuring out how we're going to deal with it because it's going to have a huge effect on our economy. That was predictable back in February. He did not do that. Mm -hmm. uh, we should have uh, put up a testing program, Gary, right away. Uh, because the Indiana infrastructure for public health is so weak, uh, our local health departments were incapable of doing that. Uh, and uh, he didn't quite figure that out for about two months. Right. Uh, and that was two months that we lost, and we could have got ahead of the curve on this pandemic. And then what happened, and this is, uh, you, can, you can look it up, uh, a company gave him a $50,000 campaign contribution. Two weeks later, three weeks later, they have a sole source contract to do testing for the state of Indiana. Uh, and they get to decide where to put the testing sites. Wow. Uh, and so it was only a couple of weeks ago after I pointed it out that Gary and he had it, didn't have a testing site in the city limits. Can you wow. believe that? Uh, I mean, it's just. And Gary's our third largest. Is well, I think it's fourth now. Okay. Fifth, but it's, it's still huge. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Uh, and disproportionately, this pandemic affects African Americans. No, no question. Gary has a huge African American population. So it was a slap in the face to Gary. It was a slap in the face to all of us that that this would this would happen in 2020. Uh, the uh, the my opponent uh, uh, still hasn't given leadership in schools as to what they should do. I mean, their schools were literally figuratively all over the map in uh, their decision making. Because the, he didn't come out and say like they did in Kentucky, uh, we're going to pause this until the numbers start to get better, and then here's what we're going to do after the numbers get better. Uh, he didn't show leadership in that area either. Uh, so our nursing homes in the state of Indiana have disproportionate number of deaths. Uh, we should have concentrated our testing resources where the deaths were, right? Uh, identifying the people, it's not, you know, the, 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 the grandmotherly woman laying in the bed in the nursing home, she's not going out uh, and to a bar and, try, uh, and getting it and getting it and bringing <laughs> yeah, it back no to everybody else. So you know that the, 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 it's either a visitor or it's an employee and they stop visitation very early on. So it's likely to be an employee. So all employees should have been what? Tested, Tested regularly. And right. anybody that's positive, you should have known the information and you should have stopped them from working uh, and taken the appropriate action until they were no longer infectious. That wasn't done. And so, uh, we've now got 3,300 deaths in Indiana. How many of those could have been prevented if uh, Eric Holcomb, my opponent, had acted appropriately? 
Yeah. How many of those could have prevented if Donald Trump had lied to the American people about what was going on with the pandemic? And, and, and although he and Mike Pence and, and my opponent tried to sugarcoat the truth, the truth is right there. They lied in Washington. We didn't do what we were supposed to do in Indiana, and people died. And that's the truth. And I will absolutely guarantee that we will do things differently uh, if I'm elected to this, uh, to this office of the state. We will use science. Right. Uh, we will use public health principles. We will hire people in those jobs that know how to communicate and collaborate. Uh, we'll make decisions that, that are transparent. We'll give people the information. Now, he, my opponent had to be badgered for months before he would let people know how many nursing home cases were there and which nursing homes they were in. If, you're, if, you're, if your mom or dad needs to be in a nursing home or your grandparents need to be in a nursing home, don't you think that's important information to have? Does this home have a good policy and do they have a good track record with respect to the most deadly pandemic that we've had since 1917? Yeah. Uh, come on. I mean, those are, those are no-brainer type of questions. So it makes me wonder if there was a brain uh, thinking about them at all. And then, then our correctional institutions care, another issue, I mean, Yet another confined setting, literally and figuratively, right? And and the, it's not the uh, the prisoners going out and buying a pizza, uh, bringing it back into the prisons. It's the guards, it's the visitors, right? So we should have had a testing program in place to keep our prisoners from being infected as well. You know, their their families shouldn't have been punished because of of, of the ineptitude of our governor and and of his correction staff in figuring this out. Uh, and and th it's just those things that both uh, irritate me and, uh, and 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 challenge me to say, all right, uh, look, we we have to figure out a better way to make these decisions that are going to benefit the public, that are going to keep fewer people from dying, and they're going to waste less dollars. Uh, and I've done that in my entire career up to this point, and I'm saying, look, people in the state of Indiana, uh, uh, here's what we should have done. Here's what we need to do better. Here's how I would do it. Here is what uh, I will tell you in terms of how transparent we will make it uh, so that you can see what we're doing. Uh, and if you think everything is going really well right now, then you have a, you either don't vote or vote for the other guy. If you think we can do better, and here's the evidence that supports that, I think I'm your guy. So specifically, you have a website, right? So we're going to share it again sure. at the end. But I think it's a good time to share it. Where that, where can they find that information about your detailed plan? And some of All of that is on our website. It's at www.drwoodymyers. D-R-W-O-O-D-Y-M-Y-E-R-S. And, and now, because so many people are going to the website, just Google Woody Myers. And it'll come up. And you just click on it. And there we have... Uh, our website where we have all of our policies laid out. We, uh, we have a, a YouTube site where you can see our videos. Uh, we have Instagram, we have a Twitter, we have Facebook. Uh, we got all kind of groups on Facebook now, educators for Woody uh, and on and on and on. So all of that's uh, available for people that want to go and take a look at it. It's at Dr. Woody Myers, at, with the at sign, Dr. Woody, W-O-O-D-Y-M-Y-E-R-S. You can see all of the things that we We've done what we're telling the, uh, the voters in Indiana. Uh, and uh, I, I hope that people take it, the opportunity to take a look and uh, support our campaign. Now, we've got a lot of very enthusiastic people now on Facebook right. uh, that, 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 are, that are helping us out, especially uh, folks that are, that, that are teachers, uh, folks that are tired of, uh, of the, the, uh, the insult that uh, this current administration has had to women in our state. 
you know, uh, reproductive health, uh, Gary, is something that you and I probably don't think about every day. Right. Uh, but uh, most of the women in our state think about it a lot. Yeah, daughters. And you know, we all have daughters. Yeah. And so all of the issues around reproductive health, uh, uh, it's amazing to me how the state of Indiana uh, wants to get in between the, a woman and her physician uh, and, and make the decisions for them. Uh, and, I, you know, who appointed the the governor, even if I have become the, the governor and I am a physician, I don't need to be in that conversation. I right. think that the women and their doctors should make the best decisions uh, for the, the patient and, and the state of Indiana should stay out of it. Um, and uh, I just know that we can do better there as well. So I think all of those uh, concerns and issues are bringing people to our campaign, bringing people through Facebook and Instagram to our campaign. And, and I'm glad because uh, it really uh, gives me uh, hope that uh, we can create a better future. Man, that's great. <clears throat> so uh, COVID-19, obviously, uh, we talked about the deaths. We talked about school. <clears throat> um, let's get into small businesses. Mm -hmm. I think, um, you know, I myself was greatly affected by it. I know a yes. lot of other small businesses was hit hard by COVID-19. So what would be your plan to elect the governor um, to help out some of those small businesses that were affected by COVID-19? The, the priority has to be small businesses. And the funds that were provided by the federal government should have gone directly uh, uh, from the states to the small businesses. But, of course, very early on, we saw uh, loopholes. Right. We, we saw that gigantic restaurant chains like Ruth Chris. Uh, were, were taking advantage of that loophole and getting many, many millions of dollars when smaller restaurants who deserve the money couldn't get it. Uh, and uh, because they, the, uh, the folks that wrote that bill figured it out, okay, let's figure, let's put this little thing in there so that these guys can get it. Uh, and they did it. Uh, and then it was a, a way, you know, they had to be exposed. Many of them kind of got embarrassed and gave it back. But, but it was those kinds of things that should have been done differently. The state of Indiana should have been very transparent from the beginning about, here's how much we got, here's what we're doing with it, here's where it's going, here's what it's there for. And that should have been easily able for, anybody should have been easily able to see it on the website. Uh, we know that, we now know that uh, the Congress uh, is having trouble getting another bill passed to help small business. Uh, and so small businesses are suffering and languishing right now. Uh, and we need to help them. Uh, I know that the uh, state of Indiana's economic development funds or other funds that the federal government that, that, that has that are not available uh, directly through the CARES Act or through other sources, right. all of those should be targeted towards uh, protecting and saving small businesses in our state. Uh, and in the Myers administration, uh, they will be, they will be there will be these uh, folks that we call small business navigators available. Mm -hmm. Because not every small business person has a whole accounting team and strategy team, and they're trying to do about four jobs at once to make their yeah, business no, successful. No and, and the state of Indiana is not easy to do business with. You got to go to multiple different websites to get this and that and the other. We got to simplify that process. We have to have people who understand all of the real requirements. You can guide you, hold your hand as you get up, get everything established. And then over time, we have to do what we call single sign-on. You know, want to start a business in Indiana, here's one, two, three, four, five, six. Here's what you got to do. Here's how we've made it easy for you. And that, and, and, and that as someone who wants to be entrepreneurial, as the state as a partner, wow. it's the, and an ally instead of as an obstacle. If you ask a small business person today, man, how hard is it to get a step? As a political candidate, 
It is incredibly difficult yeah. to do all the things that you have to do to become a political because we have made it harder than it needs to be because nobody's really thought through the processes and made it simple. All right. We can do that today with technology. It's much easier than ever before to simplify every process of state government. And if I'm elected governor, we will have an IT department uh, that does exactly that so that citizens that need to access services in the state can go right online and, and get to the service they need. Businesses that want to establish themselves and, and monitor what's available for them uh, as in terms of assistance will be right able to do that online to get that. Uh, and uh, and that if you want information about anything that the state has responsibility for, you, you're able to, like, nursing homes that have COVID, yeah, uh, people that file complaints against police officers, all of that ought to be very easily accessible so that citizens get the information that they should, they rightly do. They're paying for it. Right. It's your tax dollars and my tax dollars that are going to create these programs and these systems. Why not give folks access to what's going on with their money? Yeah, no, that's, that's great. I also saw one of your plans, um, obviously a lot of small business owners were hurt, but a lot of people also were downsized. A lot of people lost their jobs because yeah. other businesses, larger businesses were hurt as well. Revenues dwindled down, so obviously they had to release people. So I, I don't know what our state unemployment is now, but what would you do kind of as a relief program and also getting those people back to work? Well, the unemployment number that they like to brag about is at 8%. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, it should be 1% or lower, but right. it's right at 8%. And 8% means that we are in a recession. Right. Now, the current politicians don't want to use the R word uh, because they know that the people are recession. Yeah, we are in a recession. But it's what, the, and, and the recovery is going to be what they call a K-shaped recovery. You know? mm -hmm. what, what that means is that the people at the top of the economy are, are really doing well, are going to continue to do well. People at the bottom of the economy are going to do poorly and continue to do poorly. And so uh, right now, uh, that 8%, uh, Gary, doesn't take into a lot of people to account that are suffering. Let me tell you why. Uh, people that had two or three jobs because they were getting paid federal minimum wage, uh, and therefore, to get the, their family what the, it needed in terms of rent and food, they had to have two or three jobs. They're now down to one or two jobs. Uh -huh. And does that mean that they're unemployed? No, technically they're employed, so they're not in that 8%. People that have stopped looking for work because they've looked and there's nothing out there that they can do, they're not in that number. People that, had to, that used to get overtime all the time to make ends meet and are not getting overtime anymore, they're not in that number. Uh, people that had to take salary cuts to, in order to stay employed because the, the owner of the business said, look, it, here's the deal. We, we don't have the revenues that we used to have. Uh, if you can stay, but we're going to cut your, 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 your hours or your money. They're technically still employed, so they're not in that number. So that 8%, those are just the people that are flat out of work. Right. Uh, and, and it's not all of them. Uh, and so that 8% doesn't represent the true misery that's going on today in the state of Indiana's economy uh, as we are now in this new recession. So we've got to figure out what to do to get out of it uh, as a state. And what that means to me is that we have to rethink our priorities in the state budget and reprioritize those things that mean the most to helping Hoosiers that are in trouble. Right. The number one job of government, Gary, is public safety. Uh -huh. That's the number one job. And by public safety, we mean to make sure that people have the opportunity to pursue life, liberty, and happiness, uh, that, that people are, are able to, uh, to walk around without being intimidated, without being harmed, 
Uh, and at the same time, they, 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 their families are safe from food insecurity, uh, from health insecurity, uh, because that today is a, is a part of modern living. You can't uh, be successful as a as a Hoosier without being able to eat, right. without being able to get health care, uh, without being able to get your kids educated. So that's what the responsibility of government is uh, primarily. And I take that very, very seriously as a physician, as a father, as a grandfather. I just know that uh, we can and we should do a lot better with the taxpayer's dollar than what we're doing today. So these are the plans and programs and policies that that, that, that I will put in place. Um, and uh, I just uh, need about 1.25 to 1.3 million voters <laughs> on November 3rd saying, uh, yeah, Dr. William Myers, he's our guy. That's uh, right. We're November gonna give him, 3rd. We're going to give him the shot. Uh, and... Uh, you know, I just I just want an opportunity to play. Nah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, last two questions. First, um, the business community. I know um, one of the previous administrators, uh, big uh, fallouts was with Refra, and then for the last, uh, yeah. I think two um, uh, sessions, the the issue came up of hate crimes and the definitions of, of the words and how do you word it in a way that's you know inclusive to all uh, uh, Hoosiers, you know that includes transgender and some of these other people. So what was what would your administration do in, in terms of referent and the hate crimes and what type of uh, language would you put inside of that bill? Well, we, we this was kind of a cancer on our state in, mm -hmm. a, in a sense. Uh, this was a. Uh, a cancer that a lot of business people recognize that, wait a minute, if we let this thing grow, uh, if we let this policy continue to exist, uh, uh, companies are going to leave us, companies are, that were promised to come are not going to come, uh, and uh, and conventions that booked here for us, uh, you know, Indiana's, Indiana's a big convention town, Indiana's yeah. a big convention state, they were starting to leave, and so the business community said, wait a minute, we got to get this fixed. Uh, and so uh, the legislature, which did it on purpose because they wanted to send a message that they did not like certain people. And that's just, let's just be, let's just be honest. It wasn't about freedom of religion. That right. wasn't it. Is that they just didn't like certain people. They wanted people to be able to discriminate against the people they didn't like. Uh, and yeah, I'm calling it for what it is. It was racial discrimination. It was discrimination against sex. Uh, gender, uh, uh, sexual orientation, all of those things were part of this effort uh, to turn back the, 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 the hands of time to those days uh, where if you were a certain gender, if you were a, or certain sexuality, if you were a certain race, you got to control everything. And they wanted to make that legal. And that's just wrong. It's just wrong. And the business community called them out on it. Right. And they fixed about 80% of it because they said, all right, we well, okay, all right, all right. They got tired of hearing about it, so they fixed it. But they, they fixed 80% of it, but they didn't fix the whole thing. Uh, they left some groups out. They left some people out. So in a Myers-Lawson administration, we will go back. We will take the the, the complete fix. We'll, we'll get rid of the residual cancer right. uh, that's left uh, in this toxic relationship that the that the current legislature has with the, with the people of our, our state, that people that they don't like, people that are somewhat different. Um, and uh, from what they believe an ideal Hoosier ought to be. And, and that's the, the real crux of it. Um, and so uh, uh, our administration will, 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 will call it what it is, and we will get back in there, and we'll do our best to fix it. Now, to do that, we got to change some folks uh, in, the, uh, in the General Assembly. we got to add some people uh, that care about the right issues, that are willing to listen, are willing to look at the facts, 
and do things differently. Um, and that's what we are going to work towards this November to make uh, the supermajority in the House of Representatives and, and the legislature uh, uh, go away. Uh, we'd love to get it 50-50, uh, if not, to get back to some Democratic leadership at some point soon. Uh, but we're going to work really hard to get rid of that supermajority because that means that the Democratic uh, uh, legislature can be heard and that we can bring these issues to the table. So we need people to vote. Uh, for the uh, Democratic legislature legislator that's running in your district. And that's amazing. <clears throat> and this has been great. I think very um, informative. I think, you know, obviously people now should have a better understanding of who you are, what your policies are, very descriptive, detailed. So the name of the podcast is Successfully Use Clues, right? And um, I've always felt guilty as an individual who had access to certain people, you'll have conversations. But I wanted the world to be privy to some of this information because I was always so amazed by, you know, over your lifetime, the, the positions you held, the mentors you had, you've, you've heard, you know, um, different things that have changed the directory right. of your career. So if you had one of those clues that you've learned throughout your life in terms of mm -hmm. that led to success, that led to where you are, obviously all the positions that you held, now um, what you're doing in terms of being the only, the first African-American to run, um, the only one in our state, like what would one of those clues be that you can leave uh, with our audience? Well, I, I, if I have to leave just one, <laughs> if, that's the, if that's the rule, I would say uh, uh, listen to everyone, uh, but listen to your own heart first. Mm -hmm. If if, uh, if something doesn't sound right in your own heart, uh, in, in your own uh, mind, uh, then uh, don't don't do what somebody tells you to do. You know, I, it, it, being an adult is learning when to uh, obey and when learning to disobey. Wow. Uh, and uh, that was a hard thing for me because you think of, uh, you know, a young person and people tell them, well, what do you want to do this? You want to do that? Well, okay. And then I said, no, that doesn't sound right. And then I would find out for myself. So I'd have to go out and investigate things for myself and then come up with a different assessment, a different decision. I mean, all kinds of people told me, uh, uh, Dr. Woody, you're a doctor now. You don't need to go to business school. You don't need to learn that stuff. That's for somebody else to do. Right. And I said, no, medicine is turning into a different kind of an animal here. I need to know how to manage it. I need to know how to, the language of money. How do you, how do you talk money? How do you yeah. talk finance? Uh, and I'm so glad I did that. Those people came back to me 20 years later. Doctor Morris, how did you get that MBA? What did, what did you? How did you? How did you make that decision? Well, if I had listened to you, I wouldn't have done it. Right, right. Those are the kinds of things that, that I look back on and say, "Yep, that was a good decision to not do something that somebody told you to do, but to have listened to understand their point of view." So, funny story. Um, so, uh, a husband and his wife were in cooking Thanksgiving dinner. And um, she was about to put the ham in, so she cut the back off the ham. He's like, babe, what you doing? You cut the back off the ham? I'm like, that's the way my mama do it. Just shut up. That's the way we do it in our family. <laughs> so he was like, so the mom comes for, for, for Thanksgiving. He says, can I ask you, wh why are you all cut up the back off the ham? She's like, I don't know. That's the way my mom did it. You know, and that's the way we're going to do it. So then the grandma comes in. She says, grandma. Can you please tell us why y'all cut the ha the back off the ham of the of, of the ham to put it over? She said, 
Hell, our oven wasn't big enough for the ham, so we had to cut the back <laughs> So I can put inside the oven. So to your point, man, there's so many things that we need to unlearn and, and really relearn in terms of, like, you know, what is really the reason for us doing X or Z. That's a perfectly good example, man. Hey, thank you for this opportunity. Uh, no problem. So uh, one more time, where can they find our information? Where can they donate at? Register to vote. Give us that information Absolutely. one more time. You can go online and register to vote. Just say register to vote on Google. Okay. Uh, they will come up with that. They'll ask you your state and your address and so on, and it'll guide you in the right direction. It's pretty easy now. What's the deadline? Is there a deadline? Uh, October 5th. I okay, so definitely get there. out there. You there register now. Now, you do need to get your ID all set up, right. but absolutely, get the, you can register to vote online and then get that done by October 5th. The, the, uh, with respect to my website, it's drwoodymyers.com, D-R-W-O-O-D-Y-M-Y-E-R-S.com. And that's okay if you misspell it or something. Go on Google. <laughs> Google's amazing. It man. is they, amazing. They, they, they kind of, oh, no, I think you meant this. Not right, that. right, right. Uh, but then you can see our, our website, our, our policies, our videos on Instagram and on YouTube. And you can see uh, all of the folks that have signed up to help us. And if you want to donate money, that's an easy way to do it. Just go on our, our website. We appreciate every donation that people can afford to make. Uh, and that's a challenge for a lot of families these days. But if you do have some discretionary income that you can invest, it's not a donation as much as, as it is an investment like in the future of our state, uh, please do so. And if you could volunteer, well, we can do phone banking now. The technology allows you to phone bank from anywhere in the world. Yeah. Uh, and we have You, you could be anywhere in the world and make phone uh, calls on our behalf to voters that are kind of in the middle or haven't decided yet. Say, have you heard of this Dr. Woody Myers guy? You know, you know, look at some of the stuff. And then they, well, what does he think? What does he do? And then people that, that have become very engaged in our, our campaign are doing that now for me all over the United States. So, but we can always use more because we got to get 1.25 to 1.3 million Hoosiers right. to say yes uh, for me uh, and the, uh, on November 3rd or before, if you uh, vote early, uh, uh, in order to change the coach. Uh, for this team, I like that. You've been on a lot of teams, and you know sometimes, uh, Gary, that the you know, the players are doing what they're supposed to do. It's the coach that, and the playbook, yeah, uh, that are the problems. Uh, and so Indiana needs a new coach. We need a new playbook. Uh, the rules are different for the competing today than, than they've ever been the, before. You know, we're going up against Illinois, Kentucky, Ohio, in a good way. These, yeah, they're not evil states. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's competitive. Yeah, no question. Uh, so uh, we, we just got to make sure that uh, we're giving our, our Hoosiers a fair shot at, at, at the opportunities, the jobs, and the, and the uh, opportunity to take care of their families. And so that's what I want to do. I want Hoosiers to win. I want to coach the team, and I want us to get the top of the standings. Man, that's amazing. Well, thank you very much for your time, man. Appreciate I wish you the best of luck, man. Uh, definitely November 3rd. Definitely, definitely go out there and vote. Let your voice be heard. Um, thanks again for listening to another episode of Success Leads Clues. And this episode especially, I want you to share it with as many people as possible. We have to get the message out. We have to get people educated on why they do things, right? Stop cutting the back off the ham. Figure out exactly why you need to go out there and do things, man. Until next time, see you guys later. Another episode of Success Leads Clues. Appreciate it. Thank you. I hope you were able to take some valuable insights from this week's chat. Feel free to reach out to me on social media with clues you gain or questions you need answers to. You can find my pages at GaryBracket.com. Remember, it is up to you to make the most out of your opportunities to reach success. Personally, I live this life with an abundance mindset. And deep down, I hope we all make it.